welcome to a novel evening. I'm Danny on Instagram as at Blotted Ink Books, uh, and this is the podcast where I am joined by some fellow bookworms to plan their ideal novel evening. That's a fictional location of their choosing, or maybe it's just someone they've always wanted to see in the world, and they'll be joined by one or more fictional guests for the ultimate literary party. As some of you might know, I'm also a co-host of the podcast Otterly Blotted. Check out, shameless plug there. And tonight I'm joined by my friend, my co-host, just an all-round excellent egg, my dear friend Charlie, who is on Instagram as Otterly Bookish. Um, For those of you who don't follow her, firstly, obviously you should be. Secondly, she has one of the cleanest coolest feeds um she has very insightful very thought-provoking reviews um much like me she's a big fan of historical fiction she's also a very big uh, a big fan of just a whole wide range of genres really um you'll even find her dipping her toe into a little sci-fi every now and again so uh yeah i'm going to be joined tonight by charlie i'm interested to see who she is inviting to her novel evening so hello to charlie hi hello how are you i'm good i'm just a little bit thrown by the lady that's just told me that there's a recording in process (laughs) we were just going to be wanging on for a bit about like my diy so yeah oh yeah all the fun stuff all the fun stuff. It's Thursday night. I'm having a glass of wine. It's three days of my home being overtaken by people that aren't me or Matt, and I haven't really liked it. So, utterly bookish. Why did you start bookstagramming? Why did I start bookstagramming? Uh, so, it's a lot of things. So, I followed loads of bookstagrammers or loads. I followed a few on my personal Instagram. And because um, I had no time to read, or I thought I had no time to read discovered I do now uh I basically I just kept buying books that I'd seen these people reviewing online and it didn't really occur to me that it was like a whole thing like an actual thing that people an actual thing like um and I think I found myself following more and more people and realizing it it was this big like community um yeah and actually I at the time was in a really crappy place mental health wise and I'd had some time off work for anxiety. So I was signed off work and, um, you know, this about me, I'm not terribly good at just like not doing anything. And so <laughs> just having time off and just chilling at home isn't, I don't think it's your bag, is it? It's really not. After like a couple of days, I'm like, oh, I should have a project. So anyway, I started a project. I was like, right, I'm going to start Bookstagram account. I'm going to have a go at just doing this, see how it goes. Give me a focus that wasn't like work or wasn't, you know, just you know something that kind of stressed me out um and yeah that's where it started and it's two and a bit years now that I've been doing so you rediscovered a passion at the same time because I know you love to write and you love to read so I guess that was giving you an outlet again for something that's how we met obviously at a writing group so yeah yeah it was an excuse to write again so I did start with a blog so the Instagram really was about promoting my blog I was like, yeah, well, yeah. what do people that are bloggers do? Or they have Instagrams. I mean, they do a lot of other stuff that I don't do, you know, like actually use Twitter, which I don't do. <laughs> uh, do they actually don't... use Twitter? Who's out there actually using Twitter? Every couple of months, I'll like 
I'll be like, oh, I'm going to be really good. And I'll like tweet furiously for a day. And then I just won't do it again for like another six months. Um, but yeah, so I set up the blog to, you know, do all my reviews, to write, like you said, and to, yeah, get back into reading. And I bought all of the Women's Prize for Fiction wow. shortlist for that year. And I was like, right, because I, I always read the shortlist. And I was like, right, I'll start with the shortlist. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why my first book was Cersei. And yeah, it went from there. There's nothing like that fear of the first post there was there. Like, uh, mine is archived. It's long archived. <laughs> you can no longer find it. It was shocking. Absolutely shocking. I still love my first post. I still love the two or three of my first posts. There are some that I might archive, but I still <laughs> love my first post. So exactly you are... <laughs> yeah, but I bet yours has always looked really like clean and really like cool looking and just I'm sure your theme has like stuck from the beginning whereas I think I just pants mine I think from the get-go I was just like yours yours is colorful I wish I could be colorful I feel like now if I all of a sudden had like some vibrant pink or like like turquoise people would be like what has happened I'd be really like Charlie you okay this drugs what is this yeah I don't think it would suit also, it's, it's, if it's clean and simple, it's easier to do. And I can that do it quickly. True. And I quite often wrote Matt in to do photos. So uh, it has to be quick and easy if he's going to be taking pictures of me with books. He's going to be helping. So you have joined me for your novel evening. Yes. So I'm going to be your maitre d'. I'm going to be helping you host this event. Um, so I guess the first thing I need to know is where are we going? Where are we going? This is utterly predictable for me like the whole of this evening is utterly predictable for me you're gonna have very easy jobs in matrix because i think you're already gonna anticipate everything um we are going to florence obviously in italy had to be italy um it's a really specific bar in italy okay. which i actually don't know the name of but i could take you there if we were mm-hmm. in florence uh, and it's a aperitivo time so that's the time when if you're buying wine at the bar you get free food basically there's like food spread out on the bar I have heard of this it sounds like it would please me greatly it's I mean for a pig like me it's a dream you just just kind of fill a plate and drink lots of wine it's great it's great it's yeah it's like pizza and there's this like meaty bits and olives and just all sorts of nice things yeah I'm down this is I'm already glad that I'm getting to host this there you go yeah you could be behind the bar okay shaking my I'm, I'm doing it on the camera but no one can see it also doesn't look like I'm shaking a cocktail maker no, whatsoever oh dear yeah, yeah I'm not quite speak. sure what I should say that, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be like the Tom Cruise in cocktails like fleeing glasses and stuff around I love this idea I love spilling drink all over the food yeah, yeah that's absolutely great. perfect so are we starting with who you're inviting or who's not invited so we are starting with who's invited. Okay. But is I it know... a dinner date? Is it just you and one other person or have you got a few people coming? No, I have quite a few people. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, if you only get to do this once, you should do it properly, right? I've gone all in um, and it's the bar. So I feel like I can fill the bar with people. Um, yeah. Um, so my, and yeah, I know obviously because I've listened to a few episodes now, I know that there are someone I wouldn't invite but I think that person might show up but I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal that person okay okay when they might show up when I introduce when they them. might turn up I like you got a bit of a yeah. story I like that I know I couldn't help it because it's in the middle of you know NaNoWriMo and I'm like fully mm. creative hot mind yeah yeah none of that's transferring to my word count but yeah <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> it might though after tonight you never know you know especially if I'm drinking so yeah maybe maybe 
but yes yeah so I'm in Italy it's gonna be it's a bar we've taken over a bar for the evening amazing who turns up first who do I let in first so this I'm starting off weird I am starting off weird oh. um not MSL weird but weird um <laughs> in the nicest way I'm not inviting like someone like we were saying like Jude from she had Jude from um yeah 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 as a little life a little life it was a more sedate affair I want to say I feel like this is more of a soiree yeah so I feel like yeah my first guest is really left field so we are in Florence and I I almost was like I just want the whole cast of still life to show up okay and maybe we'll even go to their hotel that they have in still life and I'll just like live in that book because I want to live in that book but I picked my favorite character from the book who was called Claude Claude, uh, right. And um, he's a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect you to say. <laughs> I was even like, he's a middle-aged man or he's an elderly gentleman. He's a parrot, okay? I know, I should have picked like Crests, who's like this really lovely old man. Like London No, I want to know, why is Claude coming? Why have you invited Claude the parrot? Claude is coming because Claude quotes Shakespeare. It's like his whole thing in the book. Um, he's like a really mad, I just... He's like this massive character in the book. He's just um, a but he's parrot. this parrot that travels from the east end of London to um, Italy. And he's like in someone's bag. They like sedate him to get him across the border. And he quotes Shakespeare. So I figure a lot of fun if there's any awkward silences. I mean, we're going to have to get some kind of permit, one would imagine, for a parrot. But it's doable. We can do it. I also feel like he's a lot of your problem. I feel like, you know, you like a pirate. I feel like it's going to be on your shoulder. Me just Claude. hanging out, making cocktails with Claude, the Shakespearean quoting parrot, hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like already the evening's off to an amazing start. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> oh my god, is there a human coming? Or <laughs> there are many humans, but I thought I'd screw you over first with a with a bird. <laughs> this is not a romantic date for two. <laughs> just me and Claude. Yeah. I would be quite happy given some of the dates I've been on in my life. <laughs> I'd had a date with Shakespeare at me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, man. yeah, I had I had to have someone from Still Life and I had to have Claude. And you have you have to read it because Okay. Claude's I'll add it to I, I I even own a copy. I will read it. I know. I've got it right next to me right now because I was gonna like wave it because no right. one can everyone keeps bringing visuals. This doesn't work. And, I, and even Claude's on the front. Oh, oh, is that Claude? Oh yeah, it is Claude. Claude. He's like okay, a... why am I saying it? Like oh, is that Claude? <laughs> No, maybe that's like how that. he should be. But he's like a like East End parrot. Oh, I'm sure, he would be a claw- cloud. But yeah, oh, you think he'd just be Claude? And I have no idea what kind of parrot that is. I think it is in the book. But it's like the bluey, yellowy one. People are going to be so annoyed at McCaw? me. Like, is that McCaw? I we will fact check this later. The only type of parrot I know. So yeah, that's fully. Yeah, so yeah, I'm assuming there's just one type of parrot, and it's McCaw. So yeah. who's next? Who once I've got Claude on my shoulder, now who you've got Claude on your shoulder, and you're going to be welcoming it. This is again peak predictable for me. You're smiling already. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Jane Eyre is coming to my party because I get to pick anybody. So, like you said, yeah. one time only. Um, probably Jane later on in the novel. I mean, I don't want orphan. Well, she's always an orphan, but like, I don't want like. Newly orphaned Jane. Newly orphaned Jane. I don't want Jane that's just lost her best friend. So I'm thinking, like, you know, when she comes back at the end. Yes. Mature Jane. Yeah, mature, a bit sassy, a bit independent. Um, I'm not sure how she's going to feel about the parrot. Or Italy. Well, she might like Italy. 
Rochester was offering to take her to Italy at one point. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Italian, is it Italian tapas? What did you call them? Aperitivo. Oh, Which I'm probably saying awfully. (laughs) I should not have said. I mean, I just called them Italian tapas. But it is Italian tapas. Like when I explain it to people, I'm like, it's Italian tapas, but it's free for drinking. So Jane would probably enjoy that. I don't know if she'd drink. No, no, I don't think she probably wouldn't be drinking. Maybe she'd she have a small make... wine. She'd probably have a small wine. I don't know, but Rochester's quite debauched or was. So Ooh. maybe maybe some of him's rubbed off on her. Maybe. 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 So you've got she Jane, you've got Claude the Parrot. I know. Are you going to have to keep repeating that as well? Um, <laughs> so my... <laughs> it's going to be quite a crowded room. So I've lumped these two together. They're coming together. I've got Charlotte and Anne Bronte, which is a technical cheat, but they're from the Bronte mystery. So I was like, no, oh. no, no, it's not. I think I think we can count authors. It's it's literal, you know. It's it's literary. We can um, we can have I we can, can have authors. I can be sure if they weren't invited. Well, also, I really want to see Charlotte and Anne talking to Jane. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting. You write, yeah, I guess the, the idea sort of meeting a meeting a character, especially one as famous as Jane was for for Charlotte, the thought of meeting a character and getting to talk to them would be fascinating. Yeah, Jane might have some things to say about the way she was written. I know, I know. She's like, really, did you have to kill my best friend? Did everybody I love have to die? Yeah, did I have to suffer on the moors for a very long time? (laughs) The Mad Wife, what was that about? Could we not not have left that out? What the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) maybe I mean maybe that's gonna be the drama that your party needs I yeah maybe that is gonna be the beef and I've also I've not invited Emily um (gasps) because I feel like she was a bit of a buzzkill she hated people which really comes across in Wuthering Heights uh and I just don't think she'd enjoy the wine and the ambiance I just I just think no maybe she'd sit in the corner with Claude judging everybody but I just I just felt like she'd be a buzz I actually wrote in my notes Emily would probably be a bit of a buzz kill so she's not you don't want those negative vibes hanging out in your Florence no. party no one wants no. that no and I don't think she'd have come to Florence so no Emily she'd have probably she politely declined anyway to be honest she might, exactly no. she'd probably be a bit sickly somewhere anyway I mean it's not that I don't love Emily of but you know um, but controversially, I am I am then inviting Kathy from Wuthering Heights, so I oh. won't have Emily, but I'll have her character, <laughs> Kathy. Oh, I feel like she's a dangerous choice for a party. Yeah, I feel she's a bit of a liability. Everyone's got that mate that's mm. going to drink too much and cause a bit of drama. And maybe I feel really the- attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't thinking of you. You're quite controlled drama. I am quite controlled. <laughs> I own my drama. Yeah, drama. I don't feel like you're like wanging on that you want to die or something. Which no, I, feel I like think is- Cassie would be, she would be that one that would get drunk really fast and attack somebody or like. Yeah. Have yeah, she's running off an Italian bloke or something, isn't she? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, she yeah, would go so- full on, naught to 100, thrown up in the corner. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Kathy's a liability. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to see her and Jane chatting. There's some other people coming that I want to see her chat to. Okay. Uh, but obviously with Kathy, potentially comes Heathcliff and he's my uninvited guest. He's my person I don't want coming. Um, oh, yeah. 
to be fair not a party guest i would want hanging out pretty rude might dress up like a gypsy be really offensive yeah might might lock people in cupboards and force people to get married he's just an awful awful human being is he i mean we already know that we don't like heathcliff because our review of wuthering heights was largely just you and i yeah saying how disturbing he was yeah and the thing is a party i'd probably find heathcliff attractive yeah and that just wouldn't be good yeah and i feel like he'd be hitting on every woman to annoy kathy yes yes just feel he would be hideous i just very toxic really toxic really toxic he's probably picking kathy up at the end of the night potentially (laughs) you know Go and have a fight somewhere. They're going to go and argue. Go and have a fight somewhere. I, maybe I need all the men to go have a separate party that we're like that we're not oh, at. Imagine that. Imagine that bloody party. Him and Rochester. Rochester and Heathcliff. Hang on. Oh Christ! Both dressing up as gypsies. Both just being yeah. toxic men. Yeah. Might have that French dancing girl. Might be there. That's about the highlight of their evening. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't want that. My vibe. It's just not my vibe for my Nobody party. Nobody wants this. No. Just and at the moment, it's an all, well, apart from Claude, it's an all female gathering. It is. And, you know, I feel like Claude is the colour. So, you know, it is actually all women. So we are a girls' night. We are a girls' oh. evening. Um, it's because I fail to read books that really have men in them that aren't assholes or really toxic <laughs> and problematic. I mean, it's I'm going to say nothing for fear. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I've gone for a toxic... Horrible man as well, obviously, you know, real bad boy. Because <laughs> that is precisely the phrase when I first met your partner. I was like, damn, that's a bad boy. Real bad boy. Real bad real boy. Real bad hammer, bad, bad <laughs> boy. <laughs> Moving on from poor, poor Matthew. Who's next? Who's turning up? Next. So, next up, um, she's arriving again. It's Cersei. I feel like she's Ooh. a really busy lady. Is Cersei. She's a social butterfly. She is, and I mainly want her there to have a web with Kathy. Uh, just, just to chat to her about men. <laughs> and that's going to be a fiery combination. <laughs> yeah, but just the drama. Because we can all just be having a nice drink and just watching them. Yeah. It's me and I, you'll have to escort them from the premises, though, if things turn magical or physical. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. You can end up with a lot of animals. There's me as a pig by the end of it. I think Cersei is a character, though, that really appeals to women because she's a character that takes no shit. She just is very free. She's quite volatile. Um, I think she'd be a fun party guest. I think she's a fun party guest. I think, and also, I think all of us have read the Madeline Miller book and she just completely makes her just, yeah, a, a girl's girl and... Very cool. Yeah, someone you want on your team. So I wonder if she's heading to M. Sal's therapy retreat after this party. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe I've used and abused Cersei. I've like gotten her to deal with all the men problems that my guests have. And then, yeah, then she's going to her man filled retreat (laughs) therapy session. Just to go and hang out with Aragorn, having to deal with all all the female energy that's come at her in Florence. Yeah. So I think that's good. I think we've done this the wrong way around, but I feel like it's good. <laughs> we've looked after Cersei. It's fine. She's safe. She's fine. So I'm trying to remember, you have got Jane, Air, yeah. obviously. You have got Kathy from Wuthering Heights. You have two of the Bronte sisters, but not the boring one. Uh, and you've got Cersei. 
Yeah. Is, is there anyone else? I have oh, so many people. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I'll rattle through a few. So next one's a bit odd, but it's um, The Night Circus is one of my favorite books. Yep. And I've gone for Celia, who's obviously the female lead in it. I love her. She's just, she's really ballsy and strong and magic. And she's magic. And I feel like maybe she could help you with the entertainment. Absolutely. She is fascinating as well. She'd be, uh, you've got some good entertainment there. Yeah. I feel like she could decorate the room for us. She could kind of, you know, really magic up the place. I'm not sure what my job is anymore. I'll just hang out and drink (laughs) behind the bar. Clearly a bouncer at one point when Apparently. stuff kicks off with Cersei and Kathy and you're just just enjoying it. I feel like I want you to enjoy your time at the party. I think I would. <laughs> Walk around with a notebook, get loads of story ideas. I feel like, you know. There's a whole bar yeah. apparently, so I am sad. You're going to be drinking and eating anyway. You're not hosting. You're fine. It's all laid out in the bar. You're done. <laughs> We've done it all in advance. Like, brilliant. Celia, deal with everything else. I'm leaving now. Exactly. She can top everything up for you. She's a great guest. So can Cersei, though, as well, with the food, can't she? Yeah, so, the fruit and shit would be out of this world. There you go. Um, so my next one is quite a recent one, is um, Naomi. Naomi from Mexican Gothic. Oh, yeah. God, I read that so long ago. <laughs> so <laughs> long ago. Last, last month. But she was so glamorous. Like. So glamorous. And just every description of her outfits, I was just like, I just can ignore the weirdness and the mushrooms. Like, I could just focus on. She, yeah, she would be great at an Italian party. She would, she'd own the room, like, for sure. She's super classy. And she references Jane Eyre and Wuthering Heights. In that the is, book. yes, she does. That is right. So she, that's the first person she'd speak to, probably. She'd be over chatting with, with Jane. Yeah. She and then with Kathy, and then she, yeah. I just was like, she would love this. She'd be really happy that we've thrown her into this. So, yeah, and I would just be asking her about her clothes because I just, I was obsessed with every description of her in that book. Just thought, Yeah, I do remember that. Her outfits were incredible. Yeah, I mean, she was going through some, some stuff for people that haven't read it. But she always looked damn good. She always looked good, even in those sweaters that people kept giving her. So many sweaters. So oh, as Chris Evans has shown us, a sweater can only be a positive thing. Oh, him in, oh, is it Knives Out? I haven't that? seen it. I have yet to watch it because it's not free anywhere. Um, but yeah, uh, I've seen some stills. <laughs> that's rocking. what I wish to say about that. Yeah, he's rocking that cable knit. Um, yeah. No one's wearing a cable knit at my party, though, I don't think. I no, don't no, think. no. I think it's evening, evening wear, isn't it? Maybe, maybe Jane is, maybe. I mean, she's not... She's not adventurous. Um, so for my other one, I've got, I've kind of gone a bit classical again. Um, I've gone Penelope, as in Odysseus's wife. Oh, oh, this, Penelope. Specifically the one from um, A Thousand Ships. Yeah. Because yes. she's so funny. <laughs> Penelope, I can't like out if Penelope's kind of glad that Odysseus sat to fuck off for so many years, or if she'd like him back. I she's kind of like when he kind yeah. of returns, she's like, oh, okay. And also, she was obviously there with his mistress, so Cersei's obviously his mistress at one point. So yeah, I feel like again, I did not. Oh, I didn't it. think about that, but as yeah. I wrote this, I was like, I just thought she was really funny in that. You know, Natalie Hayes just made her like 
absolutely hilarious I thought just like how bit her letters get progressively more bitter yeah and I was just like all the all the women here hate men I, like every woman that I've invited I think her and Cersei would get on very well actually I think they would completely hash it out about Odysseus over, over a few drinks and then they'd be comparing sexual adventures with him negatively yeah. <laughs> I don't know would you want to be Penelope in that situation though because you've got to think her like demi god s is probably better in bed than you like you've got i mean a- i was not thinking how bad odysseus is because i reckon that guy not great do you think i think he's probably a bit diseased <laughs> i was putting around a lot in that story <laughs> it's just a bit diseased i mean <laughs> yeah i was getting a great i was thinking he might have a small penis but that's yeah to be fair the disease thing is probably worse <laughs> it's both <laughs> Grand scheme of things, chronic herpes is probably like worse. Like a little piggy willy. Maybe that's what, like, <laughs> <does. laughs> piggy willy. Oh my God. I don't know what I started this off. So, like, highbrows. I'm going to talk about classics. I'm going to talk about how much I love Jane Eyre. I've gone to a really cultured city. And now we're just talking about bloody Odysseus's penis. And we've just descended into our Friday night lives. It's what's, what's but I think this is what would happen in your glorious evening is everyone would start off being really like, you know, hoi polloi, hello, this is so-and-so. And then by the end of the night, it would just be horrific sex stories of like Rochester's issues and Heathcliff being a bit mental. And Yeah, I feel, I do feel though that, you know, Heathcliff's probably all right in bed. I feel like Kathy's probably going to be showing off a bit. Not that obviously they slept together. But when they do, it'll be worth it. When they do, when she's in the ground and he's digging up her <laughs> Um oh But yeah, so things are a bit weird. Things are definitely would get weird as the evening went on. But um, a lot of bitching about men. But I feel like it's a good. You'll be pouring shots of tequila. It's an icebreaker. It's an, I'll be drinking the shots of tequila as people are talking like me. This is so weird. It's an icebreaker, though. If you've got a lot of women that have got some real beef with men, that's going to open up conversation. And then yeah, there's people have... like semi-sexless Bronte sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anne definitely never had sex. Uh, and Charlotte did it and then got pregnant and died. So really... <laughs> Best experiences, really. <laughs> probably, they probably will be sat in the corner rocking backward and forward. Or they're loving it. I mean, who's to say? Yeah. They might go out and find some hot Italian men. Exactly. I mean, I feel like, you know, that's that's your plan for the end of the evening. It's probably Cersei's plan. You know me so well. (laughs) There you go. I feel like I have somehow also created a messy therapy session. Um, Just Just not as... I, not as structured as I feel the barley one would be. I feel like more of a deep dive into a lot of alcohol. Yeah. I like that. I like I like a chatty, alcoholic-fueled evening. That's kind of my idea of fun. So absolutely, is that everybody now? No, the only people I was going to throw in. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Just for you. Oh. Um, I was gonna. I, I couldn't decide. So I almost went Hardy, women okay. like Tess or Bathsheba. Then there would be real buzz kills. Mm. Um. So I was like, maybe a few of the Bennett sisters could come along oh. because. <laughs> I know. And I was like, specifically Lydia for you, just to kind of get quite annoyed at. And oh man, a party with Lydia. Ugh. But she'd be a lot of fun. I mean, you talk about going out and chasing Italian men. That's true. That's kind of Lydia's jam, isn't it? 
She'd be married to one of them by the end of the night. She would. Is it just Lydia or are you going for another Bennett <laughs> sister? No, no, yeah, because I was like, Lizzie's a bit boring, really, isn't she? Is it Kitty? <laughs> oh, my God, no. On the piano. No. Um, we're not going to have oh. Kitty on the piano. So I don't know. Maybe Mrs. Bennett. I just think they're fun at a party. We've seen it. It's in the film. Yeah, they are I a lot of fun. In the book. <laughs> we've, we've seen it. We've seen the book. We watched the book. It was great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think the Bennetts, yeah. To be fair, you probably have to have all the Bennett sisters to really reap the benefits of their completely dysfunctional shitstorm of a life. Yeah. I think you need all of them to fully appreciate the chaos that is the Bennett family. Yeah. And I just feel like you're going to have fun. You're going to laugh. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't have to talk to any of these people ever again after I mean, I'd be sad in the case of Jane and Charlotte. Like, I want to talk to those two forever. I want them to be my best friends. But and Claude, but and Claude. <laughs> but you know, I'm just going to cause chaos, and I'm just going to sit in the corner and drink and watch. As the youth say, YOLO. Is that what YOLO? They say? I don't know, darling. I haven't been a youth for a really long time. <laughs> really, very long. Leave it time. stands for you only live once. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I only know that from the Lonely Planets. Lonely Isles. Lonely <laughs> oh my god. Lonely Isle. Oh my god. Lonely. I'm going to call them the Lonely Planets from now on. I'm also going to call them the Lonely Isles. Lonely Isles. That's just one. That's one of them. The Lonely Planets. Lonely Planets. That's what I'm going to call them. Forever now. completely ruined my evening now. We should probably end before we drink much more. Before I like <laughs> misname more bands. Oh god. Act. <laughs> can't really what are you currently reading? What am I currently I'm literally not reading anything, which is a really crap response for you, isn't it? I am about to start um Pandora's jar. Oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. You will very much love it. It's because it's November and I have not read any nonfiction. And it's kind of nonfiction, isn't it? Neither have I. <laughs> yeah, no, I fail every single year. Um, so, yeah. If you're going to read a nonfiction, it's a very good one. It's very, it's just really interesting, actually. It's a really interesting take, especially, uh, is it Medea? Medea? Yeah. Her, her take on that story and how she describes it is really fascinating. She's a, just a very clever woman, I think. I and love her podcast, so yeah, and I love... I was not aware she had one, but that's cool. <laughs> she does, she it's very similar that. to the books. But oh. no, I loved, I loved Thousand Ships, just thought she like, I don't know, I just, I just loved what she did to all the women. So yeah. I was just, I want to see that again. You will love it, you will so, so love it. Uh, it's going to be a good one, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I should probably actually go read, I've not read in like two days, so that's what I should be doing. I mean... Because I said we're here drinking and talking about lonely planets, which might be my tagline. Why did I call them that? Because lonely planet f- is a traveler's guide. No, I know, and I'm pretty going to blame about Florence. I've got a whole shelf of them right there, which is what I'm going to blame. I love the fact that they, the lonely planets, are the ones that sang YOLO. <laughs> lonely planets sang YOLO. I am blaming the fact it's because I've just ordered a lonely planet book. There you go. There we go. We're going to blame I'm going to say this on here because it's someone's Christmas present. Not the, sorry, that's, that's like I've bought a really shit Christmas present for Matt. Um, 
It's because I'm getting him tickets to go somewhere, you see. He doesn't know this. Oh, he won't yeah. listen to this. So he won't know. listen to this. So that's fine. I mean, Nobody tell him that. No one here knows who he is, but just don't tell him. <laughs> and on that, on that cracking note, uh, yes. I have been Danny, and this is Charlie, although I don't actually want any of you to know that now. I've kind of embarrassed myself. <laughs> this is Charlie, or, or the artist formerly known as at Ottilie Bookish. Bookish. I'm so close to saying Ottilie Blotted again then. I did, I recorded my opener several times and got it wrong so many times. I might have to put the outtakes on because I get progressively more angry as I record. Do you think maybe you need a post-it note? I do. You know. So Ottilie Bookish with an underscore in between. Um, yes. And that has been a novel evening. Thank you very, very much for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.